March 11th, day nine. Pride, humility. It was pride that changed angels into devils. It is humility that makes men as angels. St. Augustine. King Solomon warned, Pride goeth before destruction, and a haughty spirit before a fall. Proverbs chapter 16, verse 18. The wise king recognized that the deadly sin of pride is the thing that can most quickly trip us up. The same ruse that Satan used to ensnare Adam and Eve in the garden is the same attack he loves to use on us. To whisper in our ear, you're in charge. You're so smart and advanced. Isn't God lucky to have you? When we start to read our own press clippings, be sure that a tumble is at hand. This is why Jesus begins his classic Beatitudes with a warning against pride. Blessed are the poor in spirit, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven, Jesus shares. Matthew chapter 5, verse 3. Until we master this one truth, we cannot move on to any of the rest. To be poor in spirit means to understand that we need a Savior. It means to recognize that we can't heal ourselves or save ourselves. It means, as Lent invites us, that we realize our own spiritual poverty. Practically speaking, it means that we must also acknowledge that we are not always right, and that we don't have all the answers. The way to battle Satan's pride trap is to cultivate humility. Here are some ways to do that. Be grateful. One of the most powerful prayers is, Lord, I'm thankful. It is too easy to get trapped in an attitude of entitlement. We can get caught in the spiral of wanting and expecting more, and this can puff up our pride and make us miserable. When we stop and breathe and know that whatever we have is enough, we cultivate a more humble, positive frame of mind. Ask for help. A disguised form of pride arises when we don't want anyone to know that we're struggling, when we want others to think that we have it all together. Somehow we think we can drag ourselves out of the ditch. Humility recognizes that we need help and isn't afraid to reach out to others. Be aware of the language of pride. Too often we get caught up with the wrong words. Me, mine, I, my... These words may seem innocuous, but they can trigger thoughts in our minds that we are in control, that we can make it happen. The poet John Coth shares this searing insight into his own soul and craft. The sin of pride turns out not to be a sin at all, but in the guise of self-esteem, a virtue while poetry and original sin of pride for making self-absorption seem heroic, apologizes again and shuts the door. O small room of myself where everything and nothing fits, I wish the night would last forever as the song assures, though it never does. May we learn this lesson. We can't save ourselves. We can't fix ourselves. Beware and be on guard against Satan's oldest trick, fanning our desires through pride.